We are so excited that you are joining us today. We here at Royal Priesthood Ministries are dedicated and committed to teaching, equipping, and training men and women in the principles of God. These principles will free them from their past hurts, pains, frustrations, and confusions, helping them find love, help, forgiveness, peace, divine direction, and encouragement. Our senior pastor, Harold W. Britton Sr. and co-pastor Sherry Britton have answered the call that God placed on their lives. Let's hear what the Lord is saying through His vessels today. Some say we do. Come on. And so on tonight, just for a little while, we're going to talk about confessing our sins. And, 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 and it's very important, it's very important that we go to the Word yes. and see what the Word says. We've heard so many things, so we need to go to the Word right. and see exactly what the Word says. One of the first things a born-again person needs to learn is what to do about sin. Come on. What do we do about it? What do we do about sin? Yeah. The growing believer should learn to confess his or her sin mm -hmm. just as a first grader should learn his ABCs. Yes. We should know. We should know how to confess our sin. Without knowing our ABCs, Come on now. there is not much that we will be able to do in school. Knowing what to do with sin is one of the first things a Christian should learn. Right. And so the question, one question on tonight is do Christians ever sin? Do Christians ever sin? Yeah. And so we're going to go to 1 John. 1 John, if you will. 1 John, and we're going to look at Chapter 1 and verse 8. We're going to look at 1 John 1, verse 8. And it reads, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. We're going to jump down to verse 10. Verse 10 says, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar. Come on. And his word is not in us. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to move down to chapter 2, and we're going to look at verse 1. And verse 1 says, my little children, these things write I unto you, that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Mm -hmm. So, and looking at these scriptures, it tells us that Christians do sin. Yeah. We don't have to, Fine. but we do. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, if we should perchance, if we should perchance to sin, we're going to look at verse 9. Just go up to a little ways, and we're going to look at verse 9. 
And it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So sometimes we hear folks say, well, that, that particular scripture there is not for believers. It's for unbelievers. But when we look, when we look and we study, we think we really should thank God for his grace and his mercy and his love for us because he knew, he knew before the foundation of the earth that we were going to sing. Come on. He knew. Yes. So therefore in his grace and mercy, 1 John 1 and 9 is for believers. It's for believers. And we have already, we, 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 we've already heard and seen and studied how sin grieves the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And a lot of times, a lot of times on this spiritual journey, we do not hear, we do not hear about how we grieve the Holy Spirit. We grieve him, he's a person. And so we grieve him when what? When we sin and when we do not confess and when we do not do what he says do, we do not follow his direction. So, and the list goes on and on. We grieve him. Right. We grieve him. And so not only that, we also have a tendency that the, the scripture says quench not. But it's not in First Thessalonians. Let us turn to First Thessalonians chapter five. First Thessalonians chapter five. And First Thessalonians chapter five tells us. First Thessalonians chapter five. And it tells us in verse nineteen. It says, quench not the spirit. Mm -hmm. So it tells us. It tells us this is one thing every born again blood ball believers should not do. Yeah. Quench the spirit. And so we quench the spirit when we do not do what the spirit says do. Mm -hmm. When we hear his voice and we shut his voice down and we go on and we do what we want to do in our flesh, then we quench him. Right. We quench him, and we have to be careful. We have to be careful in quenching and grieving, grieving him, because if it goes on for any long period of time, we'll find ourselves losing the power. Come on. We're losing the power. Yes. And it's very important. It's very important in this day and time that we do not do these two things because of the simple fact we're living in a time and we need what? We need power. We need power. And so therefore, we can't go out and minister successfully without the Holy Spirit's power. We need his power. And so, 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 we just don't want to bless this one. Let's go on again. Okay, so it says, 
When we look at that, 1 John 1 and 9, it says that if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So somebody might say, okay, but wait a minute. I thought all my sins were already cleansed and forgiven the moment I trusted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. God forgave me at that particular point in time for all of my sins. But this is what happened. This is what happened. Some people say that and they leave it right there. They leave it right there. And, 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 and that's why, that's why it's important that once we lead an individual to Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes what happens with that is that we only give them half salvation. Because once they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, that is not the end. That's the beginning. That's the beginning. So what has to happen after I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior? Then I need to I need to go before my Heavenly Father and ask for His direction. Okay, now that I have accepted your Son, what do I do now? Amen. Where do I go? Because of the fact that there comes after salvation, growth. Mm -hmm. Growth. We have to grow. We have to grow. And so therefore, we have to connect with a church. A word church. Amen. Uh, a church that is teaching and preaching the unadulterated word of God. And so it is there that when we attend Sunday school and church and whatever else is that we learn more about who God is and what he wants us to do. Because a lot of times when we're in the street and we're ministering to people and, 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 and we give them the plan of salvation, we leave them with the impression that, okay, you're, you're all right. You're all right. Yes. And, and, and this is another thing. This is another thing that we have to understand. And, 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 and it's not being taught a whole lot in the body of Christ is that once I get saved, God expects me to work. I don't do works to get saved, but after I'm saved, God expects me to go to work. And so therefore, we've talked about it time and time again, that I work to serve him and serve others so that I can receive rewards. And so, when I get to heaven, I want to receive my crown so that I can cast my crown at my heavenly Father's feet and thank him for everything that he done for me while I was here on this earth. And, and, and we got to understand in the body of Christ there is a such thing going on as ingratitude. Come on. We are ungrateful because of the fact under grace, under grace, what we should be doing under 
is that we should be doing a lot of praise and worshiping him for what he already did on that cross. Because there is no more that he can do for me on that cross. So what I should be doing now and praise the word, God, I thank you Hallelujah. for all that you've done yes. and all that you're doing yes. for me in my life and everybody else. But under grace, we and we, and, and we but you know we're not supposed to obey God. For anything. But I can't do it. Because a lot of times before going before God is asking God, I want you to do this, and uh, can you do this? And uh, 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 possibly could you do this? And if we can hear Him in an audible voice, He was telling us, I already did it. Now, what you going to do? Because there's no more I can do for you. Because I did it all. To my son, when he died on that cross. He did everything. And so, when folks say, okay, my sins have already been cleaned. So, yes, when a person is saved, God forgives all of the sin. When we look at Acts chapter 10, verse 43, it says, whosoever Believeth in him shall receive remission. And that word remission means forgiveness of sin. All right. And so if you have believed in Jesus Christ as your Savior, then yes, you have received forgiveness. Forgiveness. Colossians chapter 2, verse 13 says, God has forgiven us all trespasses. All so here again we see where he has forgiven us. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 17, it says, Their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11, and Titus 3, 5, when God saved us, he washed us and cleansed us from all of our sins. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes. And Micah chapter 7, verse 19 said, God has cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. So he cast all of them. He didn't cast some of them. He cast all of them. And so, yes, yes, he has forgiven us of our sins and he's washed us. So why does 1 John 1 and 9? Say that I need to have my sins forgiven and cleansed if they already are. Why do I? Why do I? Well, we're going to find out. Let us look at John chapter 13. John chapter 13. And we're going to look at verses 6 to 11. It says, Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter said unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do, thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. 
And verse 8 said, Peter said unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hand and my head. Jesus said to him, He that is washed, neither not saved to wash his feet, but is clean every week. And ye are clean, but not all. For he who knew who should betray him, therefore said he, ye are not all clean. So, 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 so we see here that Jesus told Peter, he said, if I don't wash your feet, then you have no part with me. And that word part, that word part means partnership or fellowship. Come on, that's good. It means partnership or fellowship. Mm -hmm. So Jesus cannot have fellowship with a disciple who has dirty feet. Right. If we want to walk in close fellowship with the Lord, then we need to confess our sins. Yes, yes. Because of the fact God is a holy God and therefore no sin, no sin can dwell in his grave. Right, right. No, he's a holy God. And so for us to, to, to have fellowship with him. And so some folks will say, well, you know, um, we got to, uh, how can I remember at the end of the day? All of my sins. I should not wait. I should not wait until at the end of the day to start confessing my sins. That's right. Because I may not make it to the end of the day. So therefore, if I have the Holy Spirit living on the inside, He's gonna always bring to my attention when I'm out of line. All day long. But I got to hear his voice. And if I hear him say, don't say that. Don't you say that. I need not say it. But if I should just override what he said and go ahead on and say it, then that's sin. So therefore, at that particular point in time, I need to confess. I need to confess. And some of the thoughts that may come to my head over the course of the day, if they don't line up with God's word and they're not pleasing in his sight, then I need to confess. But I need not wait until it's time for me to go to bed and lay my head down and start trying to confess. No. And, and we talked about, we talked about how some people, some people say, well, how do you know? How do you know? Because there's some things that are not clearly stated in the Word of God. And so some folks will throw in, well, you know, the Bible has some gray areas. <laughs> no, the Bible don't. The Bible don't have no gray areas. 
because of the simple fact, if I should decide I want to do something, and if I don't know whether or not it lines up with the word of God, all I got to ask myself is what I'm trying to say, or if what I'm thinking will it glorify my heavenly Father. And if it don't glorify him, then it tells me right then and there not to do it, not to thank it, not to say it. Not to even go wherever it is that I decide that I want to go. So, 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 we, we really actually, in this day and time, should really actually thank God for his word. Because of the fact that he's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. He's already given it to us. And, and, and so what happens sometimes is that we get in our flesh and we want to procrastinate on something. And so what we'll say is that, well, you know, I'm going to pray about it. Some things you don't need to pray about. Some things you just need to go ahead on and do. Yes. That's what we need to do. Uh -huh. Because some things don't need prayer. Some things just need doing. Yeah. And, 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 and so, 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 so. We, we, we got to understand that in this day and time, in this day and time, yes, we do. We need to confess our sin. Yeah. Don't let nobody tell you. Don't let nobody tell you they do. And so we back here to Peter in John chapter 13, verse 6 and 11. So, 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 so Peter, Peter, when he heard what Jesus said, and, 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 and he really thought about it, he said, Lord, now you not only wash my feet, he said, but also my hands and my head. In John chapter 13, verse 9, Peter like, just wash me all over. But Peter didn't need a whole washing over. Peter just needed his feet washed so he could get back in fellowship. Here we go. So see, he already had a complete bath when he, when he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. But in the course of us accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior because we live in a sinful world mm -hmm. there is a possibility that we're going to sin. Mm -hmm. We're going to sin. And, and, and so and, and we need to stay in fellowship with our Heavenly Father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so therefore in, 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 in confessing our sin that puts us back into fellowship with him. And, 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 and so we, we, we talk about, we talk about some people like, well, you know, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to lay hands on uh, 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 so and so and so. Don't you do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you don't, if we are not in a, in a right relationship with our Heavenly Father, and, 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 and if we're not prayed up and fasted up and in his presence and walking in the spirit, we need not go and lay hands on anybody. We need not do it. We need not do it. And that's why it's important. That's why it's important that before we go out, before we go out, we need to lay before our Heavenly Father and get instruction. Get instruction from him. Because perchance there might be somebody, somebody that he wants us to minister to. But I can't minister to anybody 
if my life is all jacked up. Right. I can't do it. So, 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 I have to lay in my Heavenly Father's presence and confess, confess everything. And see, the thing about it, the thing about it is that we can, be, we can really go before God with everything. Amen. I don't have to go before him and lie. Because right. he already know anyway. So they don't need to be trying to practice on trying to get some, 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 some message together. But you know, I want to present this to him. No, I ain't got to present right. All I got to do is just go before him and, and, and just tell him what I did and, and, and the reason why I did it. And even if it's something that I intentionally did and shouldn't have did, I still go before my Heavenly Father and, and explain that to him. And so therefore, keeping, keeping ourselves clean, because we're living in a time where God, God cannot use us. Come on. Let us look at it. Go back to, I'm going to go back to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. Let's look at 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. And we want to look at 2 Timothy chapter 2. We want to look at chapter 2. And, 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 and we're going to we're going to go up to verse 14. We're going to go to 14. And then we're going to go on down to 26. And verse 14 says, Of these things, put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord, that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearers. 15 says, Study. One word. Right there. Study. It says, Study. To show thyself approved unto who? God. Unto God. Not man, but God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And it says in 16, but shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodly. 17 says, and their workers will eat as does a canker, of whom is Hymenaeus and Philetus, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already, and overthrow the faith of some. So we see in this church, they was having some problems. They was having some problems just like we have it in churches today. It says, nevertheless, the foundation of God standing sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Yes. He knows. God knows who is his, and he knows who is not his. Right, right. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor, and some to dishonor. If a man, and this is a verse right here, verse 21. It says, if a man therefore 
purged himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. So we see right here in this particular verse, we can say that God will not use an unclean vessel. He will not use an unclean vessel. So therefore, it's important, it's important that we make sure that we are in fellowship. And how do we be in fellowship? We confess. We confess, we repent, and uh, we turn away from whatever it is, whatever it is that's hindering us, that is hindering. Are we perfect? No, we're not. We're not perfect. Because if I was a perfect person, I would never sin. I would never sin. So I'm not perfect. Because I do sin. But I don't intentionally. I don't intentionally. I don't get up with my mindset that I'm going to sin. No, if I perchance you, then I know what to do. I know what to do. So in verse 22 it says, Flee also useful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, that word charity is love, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strife. And so it, 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 it tells us here, even in verse 23, when you come across, excuse me, come across people and, 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 and they got some, and we have run across them. And they got foolish questions and all these other foolish things. No, I'm not going to say that in our I'm going to tell you what the word says. After that, you say what you want to say, but I ain't got to stand there and listen to it. I'm just going to pray for you and move on. Because with all of that, it, 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 it's, it's, it's just going to bring about, it's going to bring about some strife. And, 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 and somebody's going to get angry and get upset. So we, we, we don't want to open up a door for the enemy to come in because when the door is open, he's definitely coming in. That's right. It says in verse 24, And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, act to teach patience and meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his will. So we see here in these verses, there are some instructions. There are instructions. There are instructions for every born again blood bought believer. And so we can take those instructions and we can see in verse 21 where God will not use an unclean vessel. Now, granted, granted, there have been some times when he had, but his nature is he's a holy God. And so therefore, therefore, he does not dwell in an unclean temple. He does not. So, 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 so we, we have to, we have to confess our sins. 
and if we were not supposed to, then God would have never put First John 1 and 9. He would have never put it there. But we thank God that he did, that he did put it there for us. And, 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 and that's why the scripture said, if we walk in the spirit, we should not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. But how many believers walk in the spirit all day long? Come on now. How many? And so therefore, we have a tendency, we have a tendency that we will slip and we will fall, but we get up. Amen. We don't wallow in whatever it is that we're uh, caught up in. And, 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 and also, we got to remember, that's just, that's just one, that's one of them. That's one of them. It says, in other words, Jesus was telling Peter that he was already saved. He told him he was already saved. But what was happening with Peter is that when Peter sinned, Peter sinned, then Peter had to confess. Right, right. But he was saved. He was saved. And this is the thing that we have to remember. Yes, Peter was saved. And, 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 if, we under, and if we ever study the life of Peter, we don't understand how Peter, Peter was quick. He was quick, he was quick to say things, things he knew he wasn't even supposed to say. And, 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 and he was doing things that he knew he shouldn't do. Right, right. And so God told him, said, Peter, you're saved, but, but when you slip and fall, you got to confess. Right, right. So in Bible times, what happened was people would take a bath, and then they would walk on dusty roads with only sandals on their feet. And so upon arriving at their destination, they would still be all clean. Their body would be clean, but their feet wouldn't. Their feet wouldn't be clean. And so this is the same thing that, 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 that happens in, in, when a person is saved. Yeah, we're saved. But there may be times when we get off into things and, 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 and we become tainted, as they say. And so, therefore, we have to confess and get back into a right fellowship with our Heavenly Father so that he can use us. And we're living in a time right now, we're living in a time right now where God is looking for people that he can use. He can use them. And we talked about how there are still people that needs to be drawn into God's kingdom. And God knows the name of the last individual that's supposed to come into the kingdom. And so that last person has not come into the kingdom yet because we're still here. The church is still here. And so the church has to be busy. The church has to be about our Heavenly Father's business. Because there are people that still need to be engrafted into the kingdom. Yep. Right. They're still out there. Yep. They're still out there. So, 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 so those of us that have already saved, we have to be careful 
And we have to we have to make sure that we're in a position where God can use us. Where he can use us, and he can use us successfully. And so, 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 therefore, it's important, it's important, it's important that day, 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 we, we confess our sin. And so, we want to talk about denial. I'm talking about denial. And so, there are some people, and I always say, just because we can't see God right. does not mean he's not there. Come on. So we need not fool ourselves in thinking that, well, I can go with him with this, but I'm going to keep this out. No, he knows everything. But he needs to hear us. He needs to hear us say it. And so when we go before our Heavenly Father, we go before him pure. We go before him pure. Stating exactly. And so we we let us look at Psalms 32. Psalms 32. And we want to look at verse 5. Psalms 32. And we want to look at verse 5. And this is David. This is David talking here in Psalms 32 and verse 5. He says. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and my iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. So what did David, when David went before God like this, what did David acknowledge? He acknowledged his sin. And so when he went before his heavenly father, he acknowledged his sin. So what David was saying, that he was agreeing with what his heavenly father considered sin. He said, I agree with you. I acknowledge my sin, and, 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 and I agree with you that what you say is sin is sin. And, 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 and some folks, we, we, we have to, well, there's big sin and there's little sin. In God's eyes, sin is sin. He don't care what it is. Sin is sin. And, 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 and so therefore, what, what's happening in the body of Christ is that we spotlight. We spotlight individual sins we can see. We don't spotlight those sins that we don't see because we don't see them. So nobody can see my thoughts. But I could be having some bad thoughts. But nobody can see them thoughts. But God can. So I need to acknowledge those things to him. And see, and the thing is with people, and, 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 and we got to see how some people operate in so much unbelief. Because I can remember a time, and I'm using myself, I can remember a time where I really seriously wanted to play, I wanted to play the lottery. Mm -hmm. So what I would do, I would go 
where I do no church folk with God and play the lottery. And, 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 and not realizing that I was taking God with me. And so I'm going to play lottery, but I'm ducking and dodging, making sure I don't see church folk. That did me no good. And see, and what happened with that situation is that the Holy Spirit, because he convicted, the Holy Spirit, well, he convicted, and he convinced to the point where he'll bring you to shame. Right, right. And so you can't do nothing but when it comes to that point and just cry out to God. Come on now. And sure enough, get confessed. Get the confession. And also, it'll bring us to that point where we won't want to do it again. Right, right. We won't want to do it again. And so, 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 we got to come. Some believers got to come to the understanding that we can't sleep and tip with God. Come on now. Because he's everywhere and he knows everything. And that's why it's very important when we go to him in confession that we open up and and we just tell him the unadulterated truth. Because he already knows it anyway. And so therefore, if I want my Heavenly Father to use me, and use me in a way that he wants to use me. And my ministry or whatever mission it is that I'm going to be successful at, I'm going to have to. Yes. I'm going to have to stand before him with a clean hands and a pure heart. Oh, yes, I am. Yes. Because I want him to use me. And especially in this day and time. Yes. Because... When I get and I stand before the judgment seat of Christ, I want to receive my crown. And the Bible even talks about when Jesus comes again, that we don't be, when he comes again, I don't want to be ashamed Amen. at his coming. Right. And I surely don't want to be left here. Right. Because if we think what's going on now, it's bad. Oh, just wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's building. It's building and it's escalating. And it's going to come to a point. And the church is going to still be here through the midst of some, some of it. And we're experiencing some of it now. So it's very important, very important that, 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 that we're in a point in time right now where we need to read and study and pray and fast. And keep ourselves, right. keep ourselves, keep ourselves in a position where our Heavenly Father can use us mm -hmm. and use us to the capacity that He wants to use us. Amen. Because at this day and time, He needs, He needs people in the land. Mm -hmm. Right now, God is calling for warriors. Yes, He yeah. is. Warriors. Because we're living in a time where we're showing up war is escalating. Yes. And it's going to continue to escalate. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and yes, there will be a point in time where there will be peace. Mm -hmm. But only for a little while. Right, right. Only for a little while. Mm -hmm. And when that little while is over, mm -hmm. then some things are going to happen. Amen. More so 
than what we're seeking now Amen. in the land. And, and we got to understand that all these things is taking us, is taking us to a place, Amen. to a place. And we, and we got to be ready. We got to be ready when that time comes yes. so that we don't be left. And so it is important that on this Christian journey that we have that assurance that when I take my last breath or the rapture comes, mm -hmm. that I know that I'm ready to be urged into the presence of my Heavenly Father. Amen. That my life is a clean and a pure life. Amen? Amen. Those of you that are in social media land, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you would like to do so, at this time, if you would please repeat after me. God, I believe in Jesus. I believe that he died. I believe that he was buried and that he rose on the third day. And Jesus, right now, I ask you, I confess all of my sins, the ones I have knowledge of and the ones that I don't have knowledge of. And right now I ask you to come into my life, be my Lord and Savior, and I will serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. Wasn't that an awesome teaching from the Word of God? Join us every Sunday morning in the sanctuary at 2518 Delaware Avenue, Flint, Michigan, 48506. Sunday school is at 10 a.m., Sunday morning worship service at 11.30 a.m. Wednesday prayer is at 6 to 7 p.m. and Wednesday Bible study at 7 to 8 p.m. all Eastern Standard Time. You can visit us on Facebook under Royal Priesthood Ministries. You can watch us on Roku, The Fire Stick, Apple TV, Facebook, YouTube, and Cross TV under the Five Fold Network. You can also listen to us on iTunes and Google Play Podcasts under the Five Fold Network. You can also call us at 810-424-1503. To give a donation, you can cash app us at $7HWB. God bless you, and we will see you next time.